hello, hello, and welcome to the Wannabe Jedi podcast. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm Josh. It's May the 4th, everyone. We just watched, I watched it for a second time. We just watched the last episode, which is titled... Victory and Death. Yeah, Victory and Death was amazing. Um, Josh, <laughs> it takes the cake for me. That is my, it is my favorite episode from the arc. Really? It's also the most tragic. Oh, uh, yeah. It made yeah. me feel, Josh. I didn't want to feel, and I felt. <laughs> <laughs> I, I did not cry during this one, I can tell I you did, I didn't cry. I didn't cry, but I, I felt. I know. I felt emotions. I still do not realize that there's no more Clone Wars ever. Coming. It felt like that ending, I, honestly, the ending with picking up the lightsaber, I, I thought there was going to be, maybe, they Darth, were going to, like. Darth Vader. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my gosh. That that put me right in the fields. He didn't care about the the clones at all. He picked up that lightsaber and just like looked at it. And I, maybe that was like him feeling that she died in the fight because obviously mm-hmm. the snow buried her, yeah. or what would have buried her. So I think that that was her way or his way of indicating that she died, even though obviously Ahsoka is very much alive. Mm-hmm. But oh, so good. Also, before we go any further. Rip all of the droids. Rest in peace, all of the droids. <laughs> yeah, definitely. That actually, I when R- they shot the two droids, R three or R seven, and uh, was it was it GG? And then there was another one um, that's voiced by uh, creator Dave Filoni. Filoni. Yeah, 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 yeah. When the two died that were messing with the lips and just causing havoc. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh my god. I was like, this is episode three. Like, it, it, it <laughs> felt episode three there when they were like, no mercy on the cute little droids that always make it out alive somehow. Yeah. Oh. And I did see, well, I don't know if you noticed at the end, I think they started rebuilding R7. I don't know if you noticed that. They were trying to. They yeah. were. It, it looked like they grabbed all of the parts to rebuild R7, which kind of makes me wonder, are we going to see R7 later on? I don't know. I mean, we don't see R7 in rebels but maybe in the future show. there's an upcoming show yeah you know <laughs> definitely again this the way they animated it i just envision a new ahsoka sabine show coming out so jo- josh i know you probably don't know this because this literally just happened mm-hmm. what not what? not what? not even 10 minutes ago which oh. means that we're giving away when it's recording happened okay what tt uh-huh. has been tapped to direct and co-write a new Star Wars feature film for theatrical release alongside Christy Wilson Cranes, or Cairns, mm-hmm. Cairns, sorry, to co-write that screenplay as well. Wow. Okay. And it's, it, so it's a theatrical release. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... Can, I... is that potentially Ahsoka? Probably. Probably. I mean, they, they're they already making a show as a spinoff of Mandalorian, which is Ahsoka. So I mm-hmm. don't know if it's going to be like that or it's going to be something else. Well, but... it's been known that they are coming up with a strong female lead for an upcoming TV show or film. Mm-hmm. So they, with that recent news, of course, they wait until after Clone Wars. And of course, they release it on May the 4th. There's a non-zero chance that this could be an Ahsoka feature film. And I would be very much for it. Um, I love Taika I know wa- I love Taika Watiti, so definitely yeah. a, <laughs> a win there. It would be a great take. If it's anything like Thor Ragnarok, I would be for it. I had a lot of fun watching that film 
for those of you that probably don't know, um, Marvel films kind of, I kind of felt they were getting repetitive, but Thor Ragnarok just, just hit me right in that sweet spot. So yeah. I hope that it's, it's very similar to that because it had the humor, it had the action. It didn't take itself too seriously. And that's something that I love. I love so all, I'm, all characters that he plays, you know, yeah. he was a uh, Korg <laughs> in, yeah. in, in uh, Thor Ragnarok. And then uh, he was IG 11 in yeah. uh, Mandalorian. Yep. So. All great characters. I, I hope that he brings that fun style to Star Wars. But enough about that because we're, we're talking about the most recent episode. But I, it, it's worth speculating that it could be Ahsoka driven, yes. which I would be, I'd be for. So, Josh, now yes. that the Siege of Mandalore is over and complete, I need to ask you what was your ranking of those episodes and i'm gonna list them here for you so that way the listener out there knows about it Mm -hmm. um it is it goes old friends not forgotten phantom apprentice shattered victory and death so josh what is your four okay i gotta say since the first one made me tear up i gotta say old friends is uh number one it made you feel. It made me feel, especially with the last moments of Ahsoka and Anakin. Mm-hmm. Um, then I got to go with Shattered. No, sorry. Yeah, Shattered. Shattered would be the third, uh, the second one for me. Because it's Order 66? Order 66, 100%. I mean, definitely, I mean, it didn't make me tear up, but it was definitely a suspenseful it was great. Yeah. It was a great it, it was. It was a gut. It was a gut holding onto your gut for dear life kind of thing. Yeah. And then number three would be Victory and Death, which was the last episode, because just that ending and the way, I mean, there's not a lot that happened in that episode. It was Mm -hmm. just them trying to get off of or survive Order 66. And I mean, Jesse and a bunch of the clone troopers, I mean, of course, they they passed on, but um, and Rex and Ahsoka uh, barely live. Yeah, barely live. But. I got to say that the ending was pretty good. And I mean, it's just crazy that, you know, Darth Vader and Rebels, like the different animation styles between Clone Wars and and they blended it beautifully. Yeah, it was really good. It was really good. So that means that Phantom Apprentice is your is your bottom. Yeah. um, I mean, a lot of stuff happens in that is probably because it's a lot too much that goes on in one episode. But I did. I I like the episode. This yeah. is my favorite Clone Wars arc. No 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 joke about this. Phantom Apprentice for a lot of people is their top because you see the Ahsoka Maul and they think that it might be the best lightsaber battle in maybe the entire Star Wars. Okay, I agree with that. I mean, okay. Uh, well, I'm, yeah. I mean, th- we're asking us to make a difference between top four episodes in all of clone wars and i i'm gonna flat out say it yeah this these four were the top episodes of clone wars so it's like trying to it's trying to pick like your your favorite pet or something like you can't pick a favorite yeah. pet. <laughs> I, mean, I don't have a kid so i can't say like pick my favorite kid there's no kids here so yeah. <laughs> especially um, with uh darth maul around <laughs> yeah what about you so Matt? what's yours i i already said off the top that my my number one Clone Wars episode now of all time is victory and death. Mm-hmm. And the main reason behind it was it made me feel one of the things that I kind of struggle with when it comes to any TV show or movie is that I, I don't like to feel a lot of emotions. Um, I tend to just like 
like it for drifting away and like getting into a new universe but i felt everything with that victory and death i felt a conclusion but i didn't feel like it was concluded enough it like made me want more and hey, i just i i was thinking of you at the end you know i, I watched this yeah? about 3 a.m no no joke 3 a.m oh i stayed up till about four yesterday oh my gosh. <laughs> i was thinking about you because you know how you say you want always imagination they want you you want to have imagination of what's going to happen like you didn't want to yeah. see rex and and ahsoka actually go to wherever they're going to be and that's exactly yep. what happened they, they left you they left they left, they left, left it, it open i don't think that they're going to do anything with it necessarily well i mean maybe with the new movie potentially. i think a, yeah maybe a new movie or I, I was thinking a comic i don't know but if yeah. ahsoka and if this gets a lot of hype then they might just do a movie but they they concluded the clone wars we're not going to see anything else from the clone wars era we might i i think that it is a very interesting era between clone like the end of the clone wars and order 66 to a new hope Mm-hmm. I think that that what is it like a twenty year span roughly? Yeah, I think that that is very intriguing to me. Mm-hmm. I really enjoy that, so uh, I, I'm hoping for that. But anyway, yes. to continue <laughs> along my my storyline, after that, I think I put old friends not forgotten because mm-hmm. it is the last time we see Ahsoka and Anakin. We do see Anakin still relatively pure at this point, mm-hmm. um, and it's a good send off for those two characters. I follow that up with. Phantom Apprentice being second for me. And then Shattered um, Last. And then Shattered Last. The only reason why is because it kind of it kind of bothers me that Ahsoka could sense Anakin's betrayal. And maybe mm-hmm. she was just in denial, which would be really good storytelling, but I couldn't really tell. There wasn't an indication that it was denial. It was an inca- indication that she felt it. Um, so for me, that, Re- that... Rewatching that episode, I don't know, I... I can see where it is again it's up to like the viewer your perspective yeah yeah. but i don't know i can also see it from where she just thinks she doesn't actually i don't know if she actually heard those like what actually happened and with palpatine and or was it for us to i think it was for us to know and then she just knew that something was wrong with anakin yeah like a disturbance a severe disturbance in the force similar to what yoda had true 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 it's kind of like she felt the disturbance in the fourth similar to what Yoda felt um, in episode three, which I mean is valid. Like it, I think it, like you were saying, it depends on perspective. Yeah. From my perspective, the Jedi are evil. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do want to say that while this arc was going on, I did try to, so every week that the new episode came out, I would try to watch episode three in line with where it would be. And pause where it yeah. ended at. Interesting. So during order six, before order sixty six, I paused it right before, um, before you know, Palpatine gives the the order. Oof. But what do you think of what? How did you feel about Jesse's uh, Jesse's death? It was more, you know, what got me. What? Ahsoka taking off Rex's helmet to see a single tear. Oh, oh yeah, oh no. That is what <laughs> got me because it wasn't that he was simply destroying like it was. It was brothers. It was brothers, it was and brothers, he yeah. he could see the truth. He knew the truth, and they were just <sighs> so good. Yeah, so good. I love that, that. Sums up that entire episode and why I love it so much. Was I felt, I felt the connection. I felt the emotions. I saw and felt it all. You know, and I think that that was something that doesn't necessarily happen in all of Star Wars for me. And I think that that's why it's my top. Can we can we take a second to talk about how Ahsoka was holding back the. Uh... The uh, transport with Maul inside. 
Jeez. That was that was a Rise of Skywalker kind of moment. Yeah, I looking at that. <laughs> you're not you're not wrong. Um but I think that that really highlights her her force abilities. Yeah, she definitely definitely grew her abilities after she left the Jedi Order, I guess. Yeah. I don't know how that works, but <laughs> I mean, I think it comes down to survival techniques. That's I true. think that there's some things that go without being seen and survival techniques that she needed to learn. She also I wouldn't say she she is that kind of gray Jedi. Yeah. Or gray force user might be the better word for it. And so I think that she really honed in on the force during that time away. And then we see it even more during Rebels that we see her have that strong sense of self Mm -hmm. and force. And I think that that is tremendous. Yeah. Very well created <laughs> i was gonna say that she was practicing before with the uh the sisters in that arc before i don't know she was just yeah. like trying to jump around and uh <laughs> i don't know it's just her force leap was great also wait speaking yeah. of force abilities did you did you notice something that maul did again did he do a, the scream he did the scream again i and did not it hear pushed it. ahsoka all the way well i mean there was the scream along with a force push mm-hmm. but he like just tossed ahsoka can we talk about the moment when he pulls down the whole ship with the machinery? Like that was pure and raw rage. power and strength and rage. That was just that is the power of the dark side of the force, right there. I mean, he that was like he was just like grabbing on it. Like I can imagine like him just having like big grappling hooks and just pulling it down. Yeah, I I think he could take on Palpatine. I think he could take on Palpatine and win. I mean. From this, yes. From from that episode, let's say Palpatine was there mm-hmm. for whatever reason, and Maul had his lightsabers. Uh huh. I think Maul wins. Okay. Just from that raw power. I mean, Palpatine did get hurt. I mean, he was electrocuted by his own lightning in Episode Three. Definitely so. weaker. Definitely, Definitely weaker. Because I mean, we see that him and Savage went against uh, Palpatine when in the earlier Mandalorian arc. Yep. And Palpatine kicked their butt. <laughs> yep. I think that there was a new sense of rage in him. Like, like the, the memes have been, Darth Maul was right. And I think that that was a huge point of rage and anger and dark side and just flooded him with that dark side. And it, I loved it. I'm happy they brought back Maul. Now that I see this arc, I see where they went with the story. I'm very happy with it. I honestly, Maul is quickly becoming one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I, I Granted, it's fresh in my mind, so that could change. And that's one of the beauty of Star Wars is it's ever-evolving. It's ever-changing. And I love that. So for me, I know we did a top three long ago, but, but Maul's creeping up there to that top three point. Yeah, definitely, definitely good. And I know we're going to talk about him in the next month or so. Yes. But whoa, 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 spoilers. I know, for spoilers, the listeners spoilers, out spoilers, there. spoilers. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, my last part that I really want to talk about that relates to Rebels is the last scene where Vader goes up to get Ahsoka's lightsaber. Again, it's blue. Again, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> but um, the thing that I want to say is that so he goes up to the Ahsoka drawn helmet and then he looks in the distance and he sees the bird. And we see that bird in Rebels, um, yes. especially with the World Between Worlds 
when very intentional Ezra goes and um, is follow, follows the uh, the bird to uh, save Ahsoka. So I know that bird represents the light side of the Force, and it shows. So the whole scene is symbolic, where Darth Vader, you know, he's hatred, pure hatred, pure power, dark side, and then he goes up to an old pastime. And then he goes to up to the clone helmet. He's looking at the light side. And then he walks away back into the darkness and away from the Clone Wars. Symbolism. Symbolism. <laughs> I, I mean, just talking Beautiful about it shot. right now, I am getting chills. Do, are you sure it's not because you're just cold down in your basement? You're, you're not wrong. but <laughs> <laughs> um, Honestly, Dave Filoni out there, again, I think we plugged him every single time, but he... His symbolism, his work in understanding Star Wars is phenomenal. It is, it is beautiful. And it goes way deeper. I, I think we could actually talk about this episode for over an hour. Yeah. Unfortunately, we both have day jobs that we need <laughs> to go to. Yes. But, oh, beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I, I think it was it was amazing. And not a lot of, not a lot of uh, action occurred in this episode. And that was fine with me because it, it was a way deeper understanding of of the characters it, yeah. the character development and seeing how we like this is the start of the rebellion in mm-hmm. essence these two are the start of the rebellion along with bail organa and mon you can Moth just Vine. see mon moth you seeing that start to form and it you just you felt hope i felt hope even though vader walked away and it looked like it was, everything was shrouded in darkness mm-hmm. i still had that hope because we do see what happened and it was phenomenal yeah i mean just a great great ending uh to yes. an awesome show that's been going on for such a long time yes shout out to everyone who's ever worked on it and been a part of it um you guys have provided so much great star wars content yeah and we can't wait to see what you guys all do next voice act actors and actresses everybody dave filoni the different creators george lucas i mean definitely everyone 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 deserves the credit you know regardless of your opinions on disney and what they did but they brought it back they brought it back. it was a tremendous finale and a great finish and it made it that love for star wars is warm in my heart today yeah and now we have to go watch the mandalorian back behind the scenes stuff i'm literally about to put that on (laughs) right after this because there's just i I saw so much uh, great star wars content i know yeah and i know we're doing a Star Wars trivia later. <laughs> yes, yeah. There's there's so much happening. Uh, I I hope you the listener out there enjoy May the Fourth. Um, it it's phenomenal. And while you're enjoying May the Fourth, make sure to check out our previous episode. We just released R two D two. It's our May the Fourth special. We had a lot of fun recording it. Yeah. Um, my wife said that it was the best episode so far. You know, so <laughs> gotta gotta give it a listen. <laughs> And she created some amazing art. You should go take a look at it on our social medias. It's posted on our Instagram at Wanna Be Jedi Podcast. It's posted on our Facebook, Wanna Be Jedi Podcast page. And it's also posted on our Twitter, which is the Wanna Be Jedi Cast. That is the one that is spelled different. Make sure to go check that out and give it some likes, some hearts, some retweets, all of the above. She worked really hard on it and it looks amazing. And we will see you guys all on Wednesday. Josh. Just remind everyone who we are reviewing on Wednesday. We are reviewing Captain Phasma. Yes, so make sure to check it out. And we we hope you guys all love Star Wars as much as we do. And we will see you guys all next time. May the fourth be with you all. Love it. 